Welcome back, everybody, to the Dawson D Show. And I'm going to do this for the first time. I'm yep. going to say right now, subscribe. Okay. We do that at the end. Follow, yeah. subscribe. Do it all right now. Not at the end of the podcast. You're listening now. Subscribe. Do Dawson, us a favor. What, go and do it. What are the socials? Straight off the bat. Uh, Dawson D underscore at Instagram. Yep. You know, Dawson D on TikTok. Uh, you know, Facebook. The Dawson D Show. YouTube. Uh, everywhere. I, I sound a bit soft. Does it sound okay? No, you sound good. Okay, good. Yeah, um, yeah and make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel because everything is getting pushed to there now. You can watch all our interviews, one-on-ones, just Dawson D uncut. All on YouTube now. And we've got a cameraman here today, which is fantastic. And this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about him a bit later on. So welcome, Ralph. Obviously, you can't see him. but He's uh, behind he, the camera. He's behind the camera. You may see him on our YouTube channel very shortly. But uh, how are you? Happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter to you too. Obviously, a couple of weeks ago now. That we, Probably four weeks, yeah. We've recorded this on Good Friday. So uh, no meat allowed. Uh, uh, so you haven't had meat today? Yet, no, have I haven't. No. Um, well, but I, we went down for a little planning meeting a bit earlier. And I, I did smell a little bit of meat. Now... Yeah. <laughs> Did you, did you no, sin? I did. I had a bit of pork. What would your um, dad say? He'd be very disappointed. Yeah. Oh, I, it just slipped my mind. Mm. We were talking about it as well this morning. But the uh, the smell of the barn me just... Yeah, the barn uh, me was, was tasty. It was good. But um, yeah, I'm well, mate. How are you travelling? I'm travelling well. It's uh, it's exciting to have Ralphie. You're about to head north. And then yeah. I'll, of course, be joining you. Booked the flights this week too, so I'm very excited. Yeah. It's, uh, up, to Bo- up to Byron Bay. Yeah. So by the time this episode actually goes out, we will be up in Byron Bay. So that's very exciting. But uh, it's been big, and Easter's obviously fun. This is our third Easter episode, even though it's not an Easter episode, but uh, here we are. We had a friend's wedding on the weekend. Yeah, so the last Dawson D episode, we talked, we had a bit of a rant about weddings, yeah. didn't we? And I uh, went to town. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually yeah. got in a bit of trouble on social we did. media for we our did. comments. That was prior to the wedding, but the wedding itself. Now, I want to get stuck into this because, firstly, did you have a good night? I had a great night. Um, very, very fun time. Uh, one of the first boys of the group that uh, got married. Right. He got hitched. Yeah. Uh, the first one. From, our, from our schoolmates. From our schoolmates. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of a big deal. Yeah. You know, uh, there was a couple of stories that come out of the evening and, mm. and one of them in particular was Dawson D's arrival of the occasion on the day. You know, we love making a scene. Uh, we love making a scene and we want everyone to... To know we've arrived. It's important. Well, let's cast the clock back just a little bit prior to that. So what time was the wedding due to start? Because we did lose Four the invitations. Four o'clock it was due to start. 4 p.m. Yeah. in the afternoon. And um, I went to I had a wedding the week before mm. in Adelaide. So two weekends of two weddings. It's big. Yeah, it was It was big. The first wedding I went to in Adelaide, the wedding started at 2.30. Word the, punctual. No, the wedding was meant to start at 2.30. It started at 3.30 in right. the end. So everyone's waiting for an hour. Well, this one, we thought that I thought the same thing. Well, I'm a punctual person, so I hate being if – I, I think if you're, if you're on time, you're late. That's kind of yep. How, yep. I, how I feel. And I thought, you know what, it'll be on the dot at 4 o'clock. I spoke to Jared, who was getting married yep. the week before, and he's like, no, nah, we're going to be ready to go. So that, that was kind of the way I, I thought about it. We actually got ourselves prepared because it's actually an hour – from where we live, where we're going, we're very remote destination in a castle. 60-minute drive. 60-minute drive. So we we found that, but we found that Didi, the app, is that how you pronounce it? Didi. Didi, the app, uh, was about 50% cheaper than Uber. That's what we like. When so, it comes to spending the Dawson D card or the mm. Dawson D fund, we tend I to I hope your cannon's not listening. No, we we're, not, we're not spending the Dawson D money on, uh, on going to weddings, are we? No. Wait, who did you... Oh, the accountant. Yeah. 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 Probably shouldn't be spending our money there. No, uh, we're not spending on a wedding. I mean, the wedding's all free. Yeah. It's just the transport. The transport, yeah. It was a business transaction, apparently. Yeah. Got to claim claim that. Yeah, we will be claiming that too, actually, which is lovely. So we ordered the DD and then we're sitting waiting and... uh, They kept cancelling. And a cancellation, another cancellation. 
And Uber's doing the same at the moment. Anyone listening, I don't know if you realise or understand, but Uber are just cancelling. You, you order an Uber. It's bullshit. Within the first, you know, maybe five minutes, it'll get cancelled. Yeah, and especially where we're going, because we're so, going to such a rem- remote location, they're not going to get many jobs. They're going to have to drive back into Melbourne to find jobs. Exactly. So I understand why they're cancelling. But Ralph was telling us the rule over in the UK. Like, if you're within two minutes, Ralph, is that right? Yeah. Two minutes from being picked up, they cannot cancel on you. Yeah, because it's or two minutes up, from when they accept it. Often when they accept it. Yeah, well, that's how it should be because this is ridiculous. But anyway, I ended up begging the last guy because I was checking the time and at this stage, we were due to leave here at 10 to 3, which meant all things going right. We would arrive right, at right 10 to 4. 10 minutes early. And I said to the bloke, please, please, like make sure Pleading. you're here. And he said, yep, no worries. And he said, it'll just be 10 minutes. So I'm watching the app and he's not moving. I'm like, where the fuck is he? Turns out I, I did a little bit of zoom, little little what, bit the of map? Pinch on the map and I saw there was at... Uh, Mackey's, as Ralph would call it, or Mackey's. Uh, Mackey's, McDonald's, yeah, and uh, obviously having a bit of a, a snack before coming. And I'm like, Mate, a we got to get here. And then we're watching him, watching him, watching him. We're like, fuck, like he's really taking his time. Took the back roads, eventually get here. We jump in the Uber. We're not in the mood for small talk. Just get us to the wedding because, according to his map, we were going to arrive at four o one. And Doss is like, "Mate, don't worry, it's going to be fine." But I was stressing. Yeah. And then as we got closer to this, uh, up these beautiful, up the down in the mountains. mountains. Our good friend Will James, who we spoke to you this morning, shout out to Will, he, uh, he actually texted me, he said, where the fuck are you? I said, mate, we're five minutes. He's like, you're going to miss it in capitals. So now we're panicking. We're two minutes from the wedding location and we're keeping our eyes peeled. And this bloke going up a, you know, a mountain that's a, you know, there's a very narrow road, he drives straight past it. Doss goes, mate, I think you've just missed the turn off. He goes, oh, did I? So the bloke decides to do a three-point turn on a mountain. I, I think it was about an eight-point turn. Oh, and there was cars. Anyway, I, at this stage, I didn't care. And he's driving up the dirt road. We're getting to the wedding location. And what did we say? We're like, mate, can you drive us? Because we knew we we're about to miss a wedding. Can you drive Don't us? Don't drop us just to the front of the spot on the road. Dri- drive into the, into the complex and drive us in. Absolutely. But this is where it gets bad. So he's driving up. And then we look to our left. And we can see everybody standing there. And you hear this Uber coming. And I can see... the. Bride and groom have already walked down the aisle. They're, they're standing at the altar. It's, it's begun. The ceremony has begun. They're about to say their vows. Absolutely. And then what happened? Well, we drive past all these parked cars and then he starts almost putting the foot down. And then <laughs> we kind of drive past these trees on the left of us in the car. And then all of a sudden past the trees, there's everyone standing there looking at the altar. And he just starts zooming up. <laughs> To almost the back of the the entire... Um, almost where the bride and groom were standing, if they were to look directly up, they would have seen the car, just an Uber, in the background on their wedding day. Yeah. And everybody's looked and we've literally yelled, stop, stop, stop. And then we're like, if he went, if he, I'm not kidding, if he kept his foot on the accelerator for another two seconds... He would have ruined the wedding because he would have had to do... Everett, the whole entire... What do you call them? Congregation? Congregation. Uh, the whole entire congregation turned heads from looking at the bride and groom, turned heads to looking at us. But could you imagine how close we were to disaster? Because if he went up, there was nowhere to turn the car around. So he would have had to do a three-point turn. Or reverse. Or reverse. Down, down the hill. The, down the hill. And the bride, the wedding's and, on. And the bride and groom decided not to use microphones. Yeah. Don't know what. Strange decision, that. Yeah. But they... So... All you would have heard is a car, and that was just shocking. But, uh, and, then, and then, of course, we saw Jai Richardson's stupid face, grinning, you know, tapping his watch, looking at us, and like, yeah, oh, yeah. It was terrible. And even to the point where, uh, you know, they, they announced, you know, announced husband and wife, you may kiss the bride, and then the bride and groom walk back up the aisle <laughs> towards, the, towards the end, and me and Dee are standing at the end, 
Well, D and the groom, our mate Jared, locked eyes, and it, it was just a look of disappointment. It's like he knew that he goes, boys, I know. You fucked up. You, you fucked, fucked up. up. What on, are you doing? On his big day. But then yeah. you think that's bad, it gets worse. So we had a lovely wedding. Doss and D dominated the dance floor, didn't we? Yeah, it was yeah. good fun. Actually, you got a compliment for being quite a good dancer. I did, actually. Yeah. I was really surprised at that. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, that was really nice. There was a couple of women that uh, with with boyfriends that got very, very loose. Uh, i tell you what, I wouldn't want to be the boyfriend. It was a disgrace. It was one guy in particular was watching his girlfriend mac on with 60-something-year-old blokes. Yeah. A, guy, a, a chick, uh, this this guy's girlfriend at the wedding was literally flirting with with, with the, all the older men, every, the fifty year old, every man with a penis. And at one point, they t- their lips touched. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, disgrace. And Jai Richardson got COVID halfway through. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> so he, so just, that, he went he went from hitting the dance floor to I've never seen a more sick man. He, he went and found a little location upstairs. It went from high kicks and sipping vodka cruises to. <laughs> oh, I, I saw. I've actually got a photo of him. Uh, we might even post this. Oh, please do. But yeah, he's literally a face like this. He's watching the. He's not even watching the footy on his phone, but he's falling asleep. That's yeah <laughs> at the wedding. But. So this was the hard part. So we lost our wedding invitations in the move to the house. Sorry, Jared, but we, we did unfortunately yeah. lose those. Two uh, of them. We had two. And we somehow lost them. One of them – actually, no, I won't say that. Anyway, we uh, – <laughs> Josh has given me a look. But we didn't know what time the wedding would finish. We took a guess because we didn't want to leave early. So we said we think the wedding will finish at quarter to 12. That's yeah, 11.30, quarter to 12. Because just remember, there's no Ubers out there. You can't call a cab. You have to pre-book the cab. To get home. Mm. So, and there's no trains, there's nothing. Doss pre-booked a cab for quarter to 12 that night. Perfect. Well, we didn't realise the wedding finished around quarter past 10. So we had an hour and a half to kill. And we are just literally praying that, you know, can people stick around? But everyone's nicking off. We we sat, we ended up just sitting at the front at one point. And and the bride and groom, obviously, at the front of the place, saying goodbye to everyone (laughs) and just kind of waving everyone off. and, And then it got to the point where, like... The parents of the bride come down holding all the, you know, all the cards and presents and any extras that they're taking home to the wedding. And they're like, you know, we're going off, we're leaving. And then the bride and groom are staying on on site. They're Shocking. staying on site at this. It was a really nice, beautiful spot. Um, it was like this old kind of medieval castle. castle yeah. Some you of know. So the bride and groom are staying there. Well, to the point where everyone had gone, the parents had gone, and we're standing there with the bride and groom, just us two. And they're like, are you guys... Get, are you right to get home or like uh, well we think so because the cab app you're supposed to track the cab well it wasn't moving yeah which was really worrying so now gotta remember it's getting cold we're in suits we're, we're pretty pissed yeah and there's uh and, and the bride and groom they want to go and well, they want to go and make love for the first yeah, time because they they got married so they uh, haven't yeah, had sex they get to have sex i can't wait to find out what sex is like i know you do. well yeah. you know you'll have to wait till you're married yeah so will you yeah i know um, um, by the way, just off topic, someone got a blowjob that night at the wedding. Yeah, what was this yeah, story? Yeah, chapel. That's all I know. In the chapel. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to that young uh, Apparently couple. the groom walked into the chapel. <laughs> to take photos. To take photos <laughs> and saw saw someone, saw, saw a pink dress behind uh, the curtain on, on, on the knees. Giving oral. Giving oral. And so, apparently this, apparently whoever that is, it's, it's what, it's, it's what, notorious. it's their thing. It's, it's a, it's, it's a kink. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we decide with, it's, uh, at this stage, we're like, we don't know how we're going to get home. The cab's not moving. We're like, well, what do we do? We decide. Well, I, ran D, Gar- I ran Garni, my do. girlfriend first. And then she was like, look, your sister is close, closer than me. Why don't you ring her? I was like, great idea. Yeah. I rang Taylor, my sister. And <laughs> she just said, it's like, I, it's, it's as soon as you ring them at 12 o'clock at night on a yeah. Saturday, they know. What do you need? Yeah. And I'm like. I need you to come pick me and D up. We're, yeah. we're, we've got ourselves into a little pickle here. And uh, she came to the rescue, but, you know, she was going to take half an hour. So we thought, oh, let's just walk. Let's start walking. Let's walk. What a dumb decision Let's walk down the mountain. So we start walking and 
Like you know, this is a forest. Dress shoes, full suit on. We're walking down the dirt dirt track and there's cars flying past. Probably pretty dangerous from us. And then kangaroos. And then kangaroos in the bushes. D got a bit scared. I get genuinely scared. D was like, Doss, I think we should walk back. Yeah. I said, mate, we're fine. Just, well, we don't know. No, they can be violent. We don't know. Uh, well, I said to you, I said at uh, this point, I'd love to have Kai Ferno's knowledge of yeah. survival. Yeah. But we got home we safe. We got home safe. Yeah. Uh, we, were, we, were the, we were the last to arrive and the last to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So we set off the top of the show that our good friend Ralph from the UK has come to uh, stay in Australia for a few months, and I've got a feeling we went out last night. I think there's going to be a bit of mischief in the next few few months. Uh, naughty, naughty man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell you one thing, we got to we got to control his, his mouth a little bit, uh, especially, especially in kebab shops at two in the morning. I tell you what, he nearly got punched by. Uh, wasn't happy with the prices. I mean, no. fair enough, but uh, you got to be a bit careful. But we'll, we'll, we'll teach him. He won't. If his parents are listening, we'll make sure he gets home in one piece. But we decided theming this podcast a little bit with having Ralph in our great city that, you know, we talk a little bit about Melbourne. Now, when you think of Melbourne, you think of many things, but... What, what do you think of? Well, <laughs> Grand Prix. MCG. MCG. Tech, Australian Open. Australian Open. Sport. Coffee. Weather. Good looking people. Food. Food. Brunch. Coffee. Breakfast. I already said coffee. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. All the good stuff. Yeah. One thing, though, that Melbourne's notorious for, Victoria, or our great country is notorious for, is, well, Melbourne's called the nanny state. Which are what does that of, mean? Some of our international listeners won't know what know this about Melbourne, but we're called the nanny state because for so many years, going back 50 years, there's like a rule for everything and you can get fined for the most ridiculous things. I did not know that. Now, yes, you... Nanny no. state? I've never heard oh, of that. Oh, really? No. Well, there's cam- cameras everywhere... Like literally, you you leave your car parked five minutes over. You're getting a ticket. Um, you get a ticket for everything. So you know, obviously, there's smoking regulations and things like that. But I thought, you know, I'll just do a little bit of research to have a look at you know some other rules that you know things you can get in trouble for in Melbourne or find or in some cases jail time. So in Melbourne, in Melbourne, we're going to do a couple, and then I've uh, looked across uh, the pond to uh, the to the great USA, and I tell you what, they've got some weird laws. So. But we'll start with a couple in Melbourne. So are so, these things that you think people will be surprised that, you know, you can get fined by if you do this? Exactly. People go, gee, that's – well, you'll, you'll hear this. So I'll, I'll start with this one. In Victoria, which is obviously where Melbourne is, making unreasonable noise with a vacuum cleaner after 10 p.m. or before 7 a.m. on weekdays and 9 a.m. on weekends is considered an, an offence. So, uh, wait, an offence being – what would the offence be? Does it say? Making too much noise with no, a sorry, vacuum cleaner. I'm, I'm sorry, I mean like what would the, um, what would would the be fine f- be? Well, here it comes. So <sighs> police or the council can order you to stop making noises and failure to abide can result in a fine of up to, what do you reckon? Thousand? $18,655, an additional fine for $4,663 per day for continued violations. For, for morning vacuuming? For vacuuming in the morning or late at night. Now, I'm guilty of that. Wow. Yeah, I vacuumed early. Have you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I, I, I think a morning vacuum's common. Well, there's your time. So not Jeez. before 9 a.m. on a week a weekend and yeah. 7 a.m. Now, a couple more in Victoria. According to Section 70C of Crimes Act 1958, corresponding or doing business with pirates <laughs> is illegal and can result in 10 years imprisonment. Okay. So don't chat to pirates. This one surprised me as well. It is illegal in most parts of Australia to wear a disguise without relevant cause. As bizarre as it sounds, the law is quite practical and could go a long way in preventing criminal activity. So what would be classified as a disguise, you think? Dressing up as Batman. Really? Dressing up as Spider. Like anything like that. Take out Halloween, maybe. Halloween, you, you, you can get in trouble. So that's just a few in, in Melbourne that, you know, I wouldn't have thought. Like I get public urination and, and things yeah. like that. Now, Yeah, public nudity. and This really surprised me. So I, I went... I, 
researched a bit further and went to the USA because I thought Melbourne's supposed to be the nanny state. Surely it's a bad one. But these in the US are quite bad. Now, in Florida, this can result in jail time or up to $1,000. In Florida, if you are caught throwing dwarfs... (laughs) I'll say that again. If you're caught throwing dwarfs. <laughs> it's like that's said like it's just such a daily common common thing to do. <laughs> How many dwarfs have you thrown in you your know, life? What'd you do this morning? Wait, I got my morning working in. What'd you train? Chest, biceps or back? No, I threw my dwarfs and got the triceps going. You know? <laughs> have you seen uh, what, Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, great scene. We'll put that up actually. I think yeah. That's, yeah. All right. Nebra- Nebraska. <clears throat> Strange state. No, Nebraska. No, nobody would go there. I'm get- oh, sorry to everyone from there. Hosting a bingo game without a license is an offence. <laughs> $1,000 can be fined if you host a bingo game without a license. Wow. I mean, I reckon no, that's gambling. There's not many people under the age of 50 that are hosting bingo nights. Well, there is. It goes a bit Publicly. further. If, if a prize of more than $25 is awarded, it's a criminal offense. So if you, really? say, if you say everyone put in five bucks and winner takes 100 bucks, don't do that. You're in trouble. I mean, do that, just not in Nebraska. Washington, great, great state. Killing Bigfoot. Is an offence. So if you run into Bigfoot, don't Big- kill him. The ape-like creature, who also goes by Sasquatch or Yeti, is known to occasionally pop up in Scamania. Bigfoots can- aren't. Uh, uh, Bigfoots are still a myth, aren't they? Well, I thought so. Yeah. That, Did you that? think so? That's what I thought. Yeah. There's only one Bigfoot. Ralph saying, "Well, ten thousand dollar fine and jail time if you kill Bigfoot." Okay. New Hampshire weighing milk without a license. <laughs> So if I want to bake a cake and I need to measure some milk. Well, get your license first. That's yeah, what we're okay. saying. And uh, finally, Arkansas, another, you know, maybe un- unexplored, undiscovered area of America. Play more than 25 free games of pinball up to $1,000 or a year in jail. So if you go to a pinball machine in a uh, local area and you, pay, and you play 25 free games. Go into the local time zone. And yeah, so just keep it, you know, 17, 18, that's fine, but don't go 25 or more. So uh, Bizarre. there's some... Un- what, what, what's, the, what's, the, um, what's the biggest fine you've been given, firstly? And secondly, what is the uh, weirdest fine you've been given? Or, or the most, like, when you, get, when you look back and you go, fuck, like, what? I shouldn't have done that or that was just silly. It's all just parking for Mine's me. Mine's public transport. Oh really? I got fined. Feed on. Well, that's feed, a great feed on, example. Feed on the seat. So I reckon most parts of the world. Would that. you get fined in London for putting your feet on the train? Oh, you get told off and not fined. Not fined. Okay. So here, so so here, you get straight away if you put your feet on a train, like yeah. on a on train seat, seat. Yeah. You're fined, won't you? Yeah. So you you've been. Fined. How much? Did yeah, you get I, I got. I think I got stung seventy bucks, and I was like, I think I was like eighteen. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then obviously if you're you're on the train and oh, I did this trick once actually and it worked. Yeah. So in, in Australia or no, sorry, in Melbourne, you obviously have to have your my key card. Yep. And when you're on public transport, tram, bus, train, you tap on and that has to have money on it. So I'm on the train on the way back from a night out actually mm. from the city all the way back to Frankston. And <laughs> for anyone that's coming out a bit for, later. For anyone who's 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 Done that train ride at three, you know, five a.m. You've been up all night, and and it's the end of the line. Yeah, and I didn't have any money on the my key. Oh no! So I jumped on the train. I there was there was a guy coming, so I pretended there to be a guy coming. There was an inspector, uh, a ticket inspector, walking down, walking gotcha. down the trains, gotcha. and, and you know, scanning the my keys and checking if you've, <laughs> you know, have, have you got your ticket? And I just closed my eyes and pretended I was asleep. Smart. And and, um, and he went bypassed you. He, he bypassed me. Wow. Yep. Well, it's like things I could have been. I've jumped over like chain barriers before. And yeah. Like, we, like we've all done that. Yeah. Uh, there's probably 
it's just weird. Like there's just so many things you can get fined for that you just wouldn't know. But yeah. it's mainly just yeah. It's just there's no. I don't like the fact it's not. Hey lads, come on, just put your put your feet down. It's yeah, just settle down. Fine. Yeah, straight away. All right, with uh, with our mate here from London, yep. from England, we thought let's make this episode more about travel. This is definitely for our international, especially. Listeners. Let's just say Melbourne. You know, we're Melbourne, predominantly of our listenership. Even though we are global, we are worldwide, a big chunk of it here in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Let's go through, and this could be very controversial. Yeah. Could it? Couldn't it, it could be. It could be dangerous. So we're going to go through suburbs in Melbourne that if you're coming from outside uh, outside of Australia, suburbs to avoid and suburbs to make sure you go and have a little Make look. sure you have a little geese gander. Have, have a gander. Gee, we should have, this episode really should have been uh, sponsored by uh, <laughs> tur- Tourism yeah, Victoria, Jet, Jet, really. Jetstar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get them on the phone. Yeah. We've got a few suburbs that I reckon this will surprise the locals and we'll give a reason for those that are either international or interstate as to why you should go and obviously avoid or, or go into these places. Now, do you want to start with the goods or the bads? Let's go the goods we'll because I think positive. some of the bads are going to be pretty shocking to some people. They'll, they'll go, what? There's 100% going to be listeners from, I reckon, almost every suburb. I don't, I don't care. I, I don't, don't give care. a fuck. I don't care. You know, it's, I don't it's, care. You know, if you disagree, you disagree. Message us if you disagree. Number one for the goods. All right, here we go. And I'm saying this because I was born in this lovely suburb. <laughs> oh, Frankston. No. Frankston. Some call it Frankanistan. Some call it Funky Town. That's racist straight off the bat. Uh, do they? Uh, no, just it? keep going. Yeah, keep going. You um, didn't say it. Just yeah, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> but they do. Yeah, it's it's, it's shocking. It's it. it look, uh, let's put a bit of context into Frankston now. Do you know the history, of Frankston? Uh in, in what context? Frankston initially, when Melbourne was starting to, you know, become quite populated, they actually put they wanted to clean up the city, and what they did, they put all the commission housing in Frankston. Gotcha. So back then, when public transport wasn't available, we weren't really driving too many. Chuck them to the end of the line. That was like chuck, that was <laughs> yeah, chuck them as far down yeah. there as you can, and that's yeah. why it got a bit of a bad rep. Gotcha. But obviously nowadays, it's got a shocking rep, and I, I still to this. I mean, growing up there was not the you know. I've never been stabbed. No, never been stabbed. Never been abused. I mean, I've been abused. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, train stations. Yeah, the nasty. train stations never been nice, but it's had an upgrade. You know, it's lovely. Uh, it's it's a beach town. Housing prices are well exactly. through the roof. I guarantee you give that 20, 30 years, that will be an absolute stunning spot to be. I mean, you got uh, Oliver's Hill. Oliver's Hill. It already is a beautiful spot to you be. You should go on dates at Oliver's Bayside Hill. Bayside Shopping Centre. I went through there. That's had a big uh, reshuffle with, really? with shops and stores. Oh, mate, you want to get in there. There's, Bit of pumpkin patch. Uh, is that still around? I reckon that's pumpkin that. patch <laughs> used to be in Frankston <laughs> back in 1997. We had friends over this week for dinner and they've got a young baby, the Tataris, who have been former guests of the show. And they've got a young Tia who's only a few months old. Yeah, Ten months, nine months. And she, yeah. she rocked up in Country Road. Outfit. I said, "Gee, I wasn't rocking up in country, country road, road when I was that and, age." And Tommy, Tommy, you'll figure, yeah, uh, you know, oh, well, well, pumpkin well. patch or, or hand me downs, yeah, or well, you know, but it came out now. The salvos. Next on our list of places you must check out is uh, Summers. Another Peninsula special. A lot of, a lot of people won't <laughs> no, even know where Summers is. No. Now, I'm very intrigued to, to find out why we need to find out Summers is such a great location. But let's just, it's a bit, it's beachy. Yeah, it's, it's beachy. Quiet. It's a beautiful beach. Uh, it, it's in the, it's a Western Port Bay, isn't yeah, it? Port yeah. Phillip Bay? Is that somewhere around there? Western yeah. Bay, Western Port Bay? Yeah. Well, what side's Port Phillip Bay? Is I don't that know. St Kilda side? No, it's Western Port Bay. Western, Western Port, Port Bay. Bay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's Summers. Bunnering, Summers. Flinders. Yep. Summers is the small little beach town. Uh, only kind of one shop in Summers. Yeah, it's small. But uh, I had a little holiday caravan <laughs> with the family in Summers and, and had many a lovely uh, family trips. You so. did. Um, 
Is that all you did? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, well, so you never used that caravan when you needed it. Uh, you know, did you, you, you ever come? To, you might have come down. I never went. Didn't you? I never got to see it. I no. You, I mean, know. I know many people did go through that yeah, caravan had, with Wade Cusses. I had lots I of friends. I wasn't one of them I because of I don't have breasts. <laughs> I had lots of friends come down. But uh, let's leave it at that. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and Summers. Next, if you want to, if you want to go have a shag on the beach, go to Summers. That's, yeah, that's always that. Next, now, next on the list is a is one close to your heart. That's close to my heart. Uh, you grew up there. Uh, not grew up. You weren't born here. But no. uh, you mention it. Dalesford. Dalesford. Why? Well, uh, yeah. Dalesford. Dalesford. Whatever you want. How you want to pronounce Dalesford. it? About an hour and a half outside of Melbourne. If you go west through a lovely forest, sort of Ballarat way. Now this is a beautiful, beautiful suburb. I uh, must say, it sounds like we could be hosts of postcards. You know? <laughs> postcards <laughs> or getaway. Uh, yeah. You know. Well, I loved it because I grew. Obviously, we had a house there, and I, look, it's all for me. It's memories now. There's a beautiful lake. There's some bookshelves. There's a few, you know, bookshelves. Uh, uh, book uh, bookshops, yeah, I should say. Bookshops, all right. Uh, there was a, it's, it's a lovely place to go. There's a nice Sunday market. It's a good country getaway. Now it's known for its Airbnbs and it's, of course, it's spa. They There's a lot spa. of spas. A lot of couples go there. Is the gayest town in <laughs> Australia, I believe. Uh, was the first one to really go, you know, on the gay pride. Really? Before, before it was fashionable. Yeah. Uh, they used to um, get the, you know, pedestrian crossings and, and painting really? rainbow. First uh, gay, gay TM. So a place where you could uh, withdraw money in ATM. Gay TM was Dowsford. Uh, What's a gay TM? Just a, an, a regular ATM that uh, is colourful, basically. And uh, is it actually called that? It's called a gay TM. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they still got it because you know we've moved past that. But yeah, I uh, think we might have. Um, so yeah, uh, and look, other other reasons people go to Dowsford, which you know, witchcraft, <laughs> <laughs> gay festivals, and uh, the like. So uh, go check it out. What's next? Uh, well. It's a, it's, a, it's a suburb that we lived in together. <laughs> We're just picking the ones we've grown the up in. The ones we know, the ones we grew up in. <laughs> no, but you know why? Because they're the ones that people don't really know. No. And we know them better than most. Yeah. Next on the list is Hawthorne. Hawthorne. <laughs> Beautiful place. <laughs> we just came from there. <laughs> Beautiful place. What is in the water, Doss? Oh, what is in the water? Uh, the, I don't know. Spectacular. Something gold. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Plenty, of, plenty, of, plenty of coffee shops, lovely little walks. You've got... Uh, Green Rich, Cup. Green Cup. Uh, Richmond's only, you know, a short tram ride yeah. or, or drive away. And then obviously, you know, you had Dawson D. Yeah, Dawson D. It's a beautiful leafy suburb, very wealthy. Um, look, Hawthorne, you don't really have to, uh, you just have to go see it, don't you? Just yeah, get you amongst do. it. Glen Ferry Road. Glen Ferry Road. All, all of it's there. Yeah. Next next on our list is another one close to our hearts. <laughs> we were there last night. Uh, Took the, the young man over. We went to Tigerland, otherwise known as Richmond, yeah. uh, which is a fantastic little it's a great. It's a, it's a great spot for... Uh, well, nightlife. nightlife. Night, nightlife in Richmond, in my opinion, is, is the best in Melbourne. I agree. People would say Chapel Street. Fuck Chapel Street. Or Paran. Or, you know, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Chapel Street. No, I don't like um, it. There's, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, homeless. You walk down the streets and it's very homelessy and just a bit grotty. Yeah, I don't like Paran. But Richmond. Richmond, it's... it's Good mix know, of crowds. I reckon the crowd is just... It, it's, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's like this young 20s, like... Or mid mid twenties yeah. pub, everyone's keen to just have a chat. It's not like just eighteen year olds. It's not just yeah. forty year olds. It's yeah, you got a good mix, good music. So uh, the one I will throw on this list because that's all we had. But let's let's just throw in Mornington because uh, yeah. that's where I well I was born and I grew up. What uh, hospital? You, bays? The Bays. Yeah, yeah. The bays. Which, I've got. A, I love the Bays Hospital. It's a beautiful hospital. Reminds me of Chicken Run uh, when my sister was born. I don't know my <laughs> what, parents. What Yes, uh, when my sisters were born, I got presents from them um, from. 
from the sisters. From the womb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, chicken Your run. little baby Pippi went up to the, you know. Yeah, she, she delivered chicken run. So uh, thanks, Pippi, for that. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but Mornington, yeah, great suburb, great football club. Uh, I was formerly part of. There was, what uh, else we were neighbours in Mornington for a couple, we of, for a couple of months. It's where we where the Dawson D show began in a little coffee shop called uh, Biscuit Nipple. Biscuitania. <laughs> Biscuit so. Nipple. <laughs> now. Here we go. Now we, cr- now we cross. Um, over to the dark side. Uh-oh. But this is where things are going to get pretty pretty controversial because oh. I have a feeling Dee's going to go to down on a couple of these. There's a couple I don't There's like. There's one on the top of this list and I'll let you Do we start there? Or so should, we, should we start? Should we ease in with the second one on that list? <laughs> Let's ease in with the second All one. All right, because I don't think we're going to get many complaints. Whatever you do, do not go to down. Danny Nong is not the place you want to <laughs> go. Fucking disgusting. Now, I have to also put my hand up here and say my dad and his family – Born and bred in Dandenong. Yep. So Dandenong has always been a low socioeconomic, tough, working class working town. Working class, yeah. Now it's become, it's almost like the town full of hotted up cars and V8s and, yeah. and you know, I don't, I don't I'm not going to be. Ice addicts. You know, ice, you know, there's a lot of drug a lot issues of P, over there. A lot of pea platers that swing into poles. And you know, like a, a lot of nighttime hoons in the cars. Yeah, a lot of crime. Crime. Yeah. Crime time. Crime time. Yeah. yeah. Dandenong. Not, they would love They would love this. So Dandenong, look, obviously for a lot of people listening, I think they would agree. Sorry if you live in Dandenong. I get a lot of, you know, Springvale in that area. A lot of people. Springvale. Need... Springvale Market's good. Yeah. There's a lot, G. I'm just thinking of the names and a lot of them are racist. So I won't say. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought you, the you, exact you, same you, thing. Yeah, I the thought, nicknames no, for yeah. some of these suburbs. Yeah. Well, we won't go. We, we already dropped yeah. Frankston. Next so. on the list. And, and Dee's going to. It's Brunswick. I oh, hate it. Maybe Brunswick I and Fitzroy. I fucking hate that area. Brunswick, Fitzroy. No, uh, should say no. It's Jill where your girlfriend lives. Yeah. Um, that area is not. I'm not very fond of it. Look, it's known for being very hipsterish. Yeah. Um, you go down there. Look, there's a lot of. Look, nothing wrong with it. There's a lot Te- of teeny weeny beanies. Teeny weeny beanie. There's uh, look if you love your expensive coffee. Yeah. You know if you've got blue hair. Yeah. Uh, if you if you like having your legs quite hairy and you're a woman, extra prickly. Uh, I shouldn't say that, but uh, I've uh, said it anyway. Uh, uh, it's look if you're a lefty, if you're a real lefty, if you're a communist, you'd love it. Don't if you want to shave your eyebrows? It's typically welcomed in that area. Uh, uh, exactly. I don't want to go too political, but look, you know, it's a very left-leaning area, and, and they like to flaunt it. So uh, look, progressive, Pro- very but for, progressive. But for me, not my kind. I went out one night, and I couldn't really tell the difference between. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, you went out with a woman? No, uh, no, no, no. I went out with a friend, and the people in the in the bar. I, you, know, you didn't know if they were. Let's say they were probably asexual or pansexual or yeah, all those sexuals. Yeah, okay. It's so bad. No, it's okay. We might have to cut some of that. Anyway. Uh, next on the list, and this is one that. Um, <laughs> this will surprise a few. This will surprise many of you, but it's Docklands. <laughs> Fuck Docklands. Docklands is a ghost town. It's a dead town. Boring. It's, it's, a, it's an absolute. You know what it is? It's that place where. You know, there's there's always events and things happening there. Yeah, you have to go because there's events going on there. Well, Marvel Stadium, Marvel Stadium, the footy's always on there, and it looks it's like you've got such a nice view, Balti Bridge. But like even the buildings, like I get it, it's expensive, it's really nice. It's very cold. Like in my opinion, it's so cold, dark, and gloomy. It's okay. so depressing. Well done. You go to Docklands and you feel depressed. I just would hate to live. Like uh, I used to hate leaving the footy on like a Sunday afternoon and walking Yuck. through. It's so quiet. Yeah, it's and dead. it's and yeah. I, I, so Docklands, I'm with you. Yeah, Docklands. Docklands. So sorry to those that live in Docklands. I know there's South Wharf and I know there's pla- you know they've DFO. Got, they've got that little carnival thing where you, if you're 16 years old and you wanted to go on a date it would be perfect. You What's know what the big about? giant Ferris wheel? 
That was the biggest waste of money the state's what, ever done. What's it called? The eye. Um, apart the, from the submarines. The London, not the London eye. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, in London. The, it's, um, it's a London eye of, of Melbourne. What's it called? The wheel? Oh, what's oh, it called? I can't remember. Melbourne eye. Melbourne, Melbourne something. Yeah, but uh, basically, it's a giant Ferris wheel that overlooks the, uh, what would you call the, the, dock, the, do, the docks of, of the West. Yeah, so you if know? you like shipping containers, head to yeah. Docklands. Next on our list, look, I, I, I anything sort of west of the city isn't great, uh, but we've put a couple down, sort of Craigieburn, Melton. You You'd know, probably say Footscray. Footscray, yeah. But especially if you drive out a few, you know, 40, 40 minutes or so, it starts Mel- to get a bit... Did you yeah. say Melton? Melton. Backus Marsh, even further. Backus Marsh is actually a very lovely suburb. <laughs> and Belan's lovely. So that's not bad. But, but Melton... <laughs> Melton is the Werribee. Melton's the new Frankston. That's kind of where they yeah. pushed everybody out to, and just not a lot happening. Shopping centres, yeah. Uh, Craigie Burn. Have we been there? I think we've done an interview there actually. Yeah. Oh, we did. We did too. <laughs> yeah. We did too. That that part of Craigie Burn wasn't bad. Yeah. It was a lovely little estate. Yeah. But in terms of that whole West Side, um, yeah. It, it, let's just say I'm not. I'm not putting my money in any investments that no. way, or even Essendon, Avalon, all that. Or I don't like those places are probably okay, yeah. but they're just too far. Yeah. I don't want to live in Airport West. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's, it's well, if you, want to be, if you want to be called something called Airport West, you don't want to live there. No. All right, moving on. Now we've got two that I think are really going to... They're going to surprise some of you. Gonna, this gonna, one, uh, and, and we say this because I think because of its overpopulation of people, <laughs> it's, 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 there's too many people all the time, and that is St Kilda. The Mighty Saints. St Kilda is just... Anytime you drive anywhere near or around St Kilda, Beach Road, you got the fucking bike riders... Um, it's just, it's a. Oh, so at thirty or forty years ago, St Kilda was a dangerous place to be at night. Was it? Well, think about Grey Street. We all know Grey yeah, Street. Grey Street. Uh, well, sorry, the listeners won't might not know Grey Street. Grey Street is where you go if you want a lady of the night. That uh, probably has an SD, has probably has an STD check. Uh, is that what? I've is seen, that what? Found that oh, night. Stop. In St Kilda. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we're cutting that out. That's been cut out. Yeah. If you're tuning in now, you would have missed that horrible sentence with the Dossman. <laughs> Uh, but I used to drive, so you know my grandma lives in South Melbourne. Yeah. Coming from Mornington, Lovely. mum used to drive us through St Kilda and up Grey Street. I'm not kidding. As a kid. You'd be scared. No, mum used to have to say, oh, kids, look left, look left. Like, everybody look left because on the right, there'd be fights, there'd be drugs, there'd be people vomiting, there'd be prostitutes. I've had my... In the t- middle of the day? No, no, night. I've had my tyres kicked there. But the other thing that's happened to me there, which, you know, maybe it's a reason to go. I've actually been flashed. <laughs> Driving. <laughs> Really? Yes. Man or woman? Woman. Really? Big woman, unfortunately. Uh, not unfortunately, but big woman. Um, like top half, bottom. So I was driving and was I was- at a full show It was the road? It was weird. She was off her face. I was driving and I came to a set of lights and I I, I should have kept going. I stopped and I said, like, I just waved her on. Like, go quickly, go front. And she smiled at me and I'm like, what's going on here? And she kept smiling and she's pulled her top up. Breasts. Breasts. Wow. Big bazooka 2000s. <laughs> but uh, yeah, St. Kilda, I, I don't know. I think you can- Overrated. SB, go to the SB. I've never been. Great, great venue. Uh, but St. Kilda, St Kilda Festival, obviously, yeah. we, 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 we have a close connection there. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. But, but oh, yeah, St Kilda, it's, it's just a bit overrated. Yeah. And, and then, so last on the list. Uh oh. Now, this is going to probably surprise some people just because of the. Because I reckon if you Google places to go in Melbourne, this comes up. Yeah. Let's just say demog- the ec- economic demographic. It's, Snobby. It's, it's, it's snobbish. My it, mum lives there. <laughs> Your mother lives there. It, it's, it's wealthy. When you think of this place, this suburb, you, you think of the name Karen. That's right. Yeah, and that place is Brighton. Brighton. Yep. You know, Brighton is Brighton is full of snobs. Snobs. Quiet. Nowhere to go at night. If 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 you, oh, I tell you what, you, 
you know you're in Brighton when you walk because every second person is wearing, you know, a, a Kathmandu, you know, puffer vest. That's right. You know, or some Lorna Jane leggings. Well, I lived in Brighton during lockdown yeah. and a couple of things I noticed. One day I was doing some running for footy pre-season program yeah. Yeah. and I set up some cones. Like I went to a park, Dendy Park, very famous park, set up some cones. It was about 100 metres and a massive park. Like dogs are running around, there's soccer pitches, footy, over, there's heaps of stuff to do. And I literally just got 100 metres to myself. And people were so snobby in Brighton that they do not, like they will just walk straight through your track where they could clearly literally walk 20 metres to their left or right and walk around it. They'll just walk straight through. No apologies, no nothing. And were you, were I, I, you, Yeah, so you lived there all of lockdown. What did you think of it? I didn't love it. Yeah. Look, it's, it's nice. If you walked, if, if you were on a, a walk and you said, morning, would they say it back? Yeah, uh, 50. No, most of the time they would, but okay. there are snobs. And, yeah. and I like Brighton Beach is lovely The dog beach is great It's packed Yeah And I mean I went I went out for dinner there A couple of weeks ago And that sent me back About 200 bucks Oh really uh, Yeah Me was starting at 50 bucks Yeah jeez I'm not so, going there uh, Yeah one bar So there's a few suburbs if you're coming. Let's if you're someone say, like Young Ralph. If you're someone Ralph and you're coming from, a, you know, from, you're here as a tourist, don't go to Brighton. No, so know. Ralph's going to head over. Head on over to Frankston. <laughs> yeah, Ralph's, gonna, <laughs> Ralph's getting a ticket to Frankston as we speak. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah I'll pay for the mic here. Yeah. Uh. Okay, so our final little segment about, uh, you know, this is the, the, the tourist episode. I yeah, suppose, yeah, the yeah. Show. Dawson D, tourist. Yeah, gee, we should be paid as ambassadors of Victoria because we're, we're really bringing it in. But again, we're going to go a little bit, actually, we're probably the anti-tourist board at the moment. We're probably giving people reasons not to come. So we're going to give you a few <laughs> yeah. more. Uh, we went out this morning for a little coffee and a bit of a chat, a bit of a pre, pre-show meeting and decided, all right, again, I've always struggled with this. When I'm overseas and people say, what do you recommend doing in Melbourne? I always go blank. Because it's such a great city. Like, it really is a lovely city. I feel like I still haven't even seen 25% of Melbourne. That's right. I've, I've only seen 25% of Melbourne, I feel. There's so much of Melbourne Ivans or Victoria that I haven't seen. Yeah, oh, I'm the same. Well, we just gave people reasons to visit and not visit some suburbs. Now we're going to give uh, just some things to maybe look out for. And I think we'll mainly think of things to probably avoid in, yeah. in, uh, in this great city of ours. Well, there, you know, there's obviously... We, we, what comes we, to mind? Well, the first thing that came to mind when we talk about the good things, we, we mentioned all yeah. the great things. But yeah. in terms of the bad things, the things that I hate about Melbourne. Yeah, go on. Number one is the traffic. Right. Traffic in Melbourne is a joke. And getting worse. Uh, roadworks, it, it's almost like the, the government goes, you know what, we need to fix this freeway or we need to fix this road. You know what? No, we won't do it at nighttime when everyone's asleep in bed. How about we do it at five o'clock when everyone's driving home from work, you know, with somewhere to go? Let's not do it during a global pandemic where we're shut down and can't leave our homes and not allowed to go on the roads. Let's not do it then. Let's no. wait till everybody's out and wants to go places. Well, this is controversial, but our roads are probably funded by the CCP, so uh, <laughs> Chinese Communist Party. So thanks, China, for funding our roads. And because of reasons like that, they just keep finding more and more reasons to fix the roads. I, you know what thought I always used to come come in my head as a kid or as a, you know, as a teenager? Do you reckon there's – I think I even asked my dad this. Do you reckon there's ever been a day in the whole existence of like humanity, like humanity that there hasn't been road work, one bit of roadworks? <laughs> Like when you, when you think it, like, not since horse and cars, no, probably not. Not no. since that, but like probably since cars. Not in this city, I guarantee. No, that. you can't like, get anywhere. Well, no. the thing is, I I knew someone whose parents worked high up on the roads, and they said that they have to they get their budget. As we know, this is how corporations work. You get your budget for the year, and if you don't spend the budget, so say you get a million dollars budget, obviously it's a lot more, but just for, yeah, you know, and you use nine hundred thousand. The next year, they say, well. We're giving you a nine hundred thousand dollar budget. That hundred thousand is going to go somewhere else. Yeah. 
So they have to keep finding. So just it. So for they, no reason. So they go, oh, yeah, there's a bit of a pothole there. Let's fix yeah. it. But well, let's get ten guys to you know all stand around it, uh, yeah. and then, and five of them will be on their phones. That's right. And what? let's pay them to be on their phones, and let's pay them. You know, let's pay them. You know, twenty bucks an hour. Why is there twenty people fixing one pothole? Oh. And why is there so many people watching? Well, actually, we did get a compliment from Ralph. He said, "Gee, the roads are smooth here." So yeah, that was not. So maybe maybe we're being a bit sooky. Maybe we're being a bit yeah. Oh, but that. Oh, that grinds my gears when I when I go past roadworks and there's blokes like guys and girls, you know. Yeah, every, it's any construction every, site. Everyone's someone just doing the whole stop and slow sides of the UGs, and they get paid well. Yeah, Actually, sure. that should be that'd be a great. Ralph, job. you should. Yeah, <laughs> Ralph's looking for some employment here while he's on you know on tour here in Australia. That would be a good one. Easiest money whoever make. Yeah. Well, on that same theme, obviously cyclists. Now we love cyclists sometimes, but one thing I hate. Can I drop the C bomb? Uh, yep. Yeah. These cunts uh, <laughs> that decide not to go single file. Oh. How hard is it? There is one rule when you're cycling, single file, especially when there's only single one. Single lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that, um, <laughs> Literally, if there's one lane on the road. Can you can you please share that story again? That's well, a great, uh, I'll quickly share. Yeah, well, it, was, it, was, it was on Beach Road, which yeah. was on our list. It's so a great Beach, story. Beach Road for those, uh, again, international interstate. Yeah, so D had a, an altercation. With a, with a bike it rider. actually wasn't me. It was his boss I'm at the time. I'm not like you. I'm actually polite on the roads. I don't yeah. honk and I don't scream at people and I don't road rage, unlike uh, the yeah. man sitting across from me, Mr. Doss. <laughs> uh, but Beach Road is notorious for being a cyclist because it's lovely. You go in the morning, you you, you know, you cycle all the way to the peninsula and back or yeah. vice versa. And one, run, one road. But it's one road. So surely, surely it's common sense to not get hit because car doors swing open and car doors swing shut. Surely you just stay single lane. You don't drive, to, you don't ride two abreast. If there's two, yeah, don't ride two abreast. And, and, th- and when it's three abreast. And Four the, abreast. And five abreast. It's just, it's <laughs> That's woeful. too many breasts. So one day uh, in one of our previous podcasts, we were talking about the time that I lasted uh, five days, four days as a, as, a, as a plaster apprentice. Yeah, well, uh, were you 17? 17, 18. And uh, we did that, we did that apprenticeship and uh, I was with the boys and I think uh, <laughs> one of the, Steve was his name, who was the 35 year old <laughs> With, the, with three young twenty, you know, early twenties yeah. blokes wanted to impress us, and uh, we we're riding, and he's going, "These fucking." Psychos. So wait, you're in the car with the boss and another apprentice. Well, he wasn't even a boss, boss of us, but yeah, one of the like the the more senior of the. He was like, a manager. Yeah, six thirty in the morning, and we're trying to get to the to the job site. Yes, such a trade. Yeah, you sound like a real trade. And uh, to get to the job and site. he got so annoyed. Anyway, there was these two guys riding to a breast, and he just wound down the window and he just yelled, "Single lane cunts." <laughs> And then five minutes later, we got to the job site and obviously we were driving with the car so they can obviously see the name of the company. So we parked at the construction site and we were getting our tools out for the day and this cyclist flies past. I'm not kidding. It's the most high-pitched voice I've ever heard. It was like his balls were in like a vice grip. It was just, fucking cunts. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, oh, Steve. avoid, yeah. avoid, avoid the, uh, oh. the cyclist. Now, what else? Do, do we avoid here? I've, what uh, do you got on there? Well, sweeping season, I don't like that. I was saying that Ralph's scared of spiders. Yeah. Don't blame him. Hates him. Jeez. Um, uh, yeah. Ralph was shitting himself the other day in the uh, car. Oh, yeah. Well, we told some stories. But I said to you, I said, genuinely, people think when they come to Australia, they've got to avoid snakes, spiders, sharks, magpies. Yeah, magpies. When, they're, when they've been breeding. They're brittle when they, when they want to be. One thing to avoid. Here we go. The tan running track <laughs> yes. in Melbourne. The tan. 730. Uh, well, no, and how, how, what's the distance of that track? 3.8, is it? Or 4.2 yeah, or something? I don't know. Oh. But, mate, that joint, no, to be honest, I've, I've only gone a couple of times, but that joint just gets absolutely outrageously it, packed. It's packed. 
and, and, it's, and shirts off. Shirts off. Lots of shirts off. And you don't want to be slow. You Lots of Garmin watches. Make sure you're running four minute clicks around there. You don't want to be. You yeah. don't go there for a morning trot. Yeah. Uh, so and and obviously we talk about the airport. I mean, the airport you avoid anyway because it's so far out. It's got to be one of the furthest airports out of the city in the our, world. Our public transport system, yeah, because you don't like of that, this. I don't like public transport here in Melbourne, but for that reason, the, the yeah, that when you fly into Melbourne, the only way you can get into the city of Melbourne is by bus, car, and that's it. Uh, you would think, you would seriously think, if you're coming into Melbourne from overseas, imagine how much an Uber costs. Like, you'd be outraged. Over 100 bucks. Yeah, oh. it'd be terrible. Yeah. How did you get here, Ralph? <laughs> oh, we picked you up. <laughs> yeah, he had, uh, he had friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had world class service. Seriously, how hard is it for Melbourne to implement a tap and go? On oh, the... yeah, the my keys are joke. Get rid of the my yeah, keys. Get rid of the my keys. Yeah, we've got a few. Get, th- get rid of the my keys, Daniel. Daniel Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. Reasons to come to Melbourne. We've just got a couple. Uh, obviously, uh, apart from the obvious, but the food and coffee, obviously. Now, but you're big on this. Now, people think of Melbourne and they think of coffee is very, you know, hipster. But we had a chat about this this morning. Well, our, our opinion may be different. Well, as you, you can tell a, a modern trendy cafe by the mm. look. Yeah. Yeah. The aesthetics, the colours, even, even the people working there, who's hired, mm. you know, and you go, you know what, that looks, that looks pretty trendy. What you tend to do... Um, as someone who loves coffee, I do, is you pick the trendy one because you go, oh, that looks really modern, trendy. Uh, it, it, seem, it seems like the coffee, the quality, is going to be great. Mm. You go in there, you order it. What, what, what I've noticed happens a lot is it's like drinking a warm cup of milk. So the more like tattooed up they are, the, the more, more tattooed, the more more beard trimmed, the more, you know. Nose rings. Nose rings, beanies on heads. Um, the shit of the coffee, you're the, saying. The, yeah, the shit of the coffee. Controversial. But. You know, sometimes it's a hidden gem. It's some somewhere it might be a little Italian grocer like That's you went right. to the other day. Lovely little delicatessen out the yeah, back. And, Ten and bucks big breakfast. I guarantee nowhere in Melbourne you're getting ten dollar big breakfast. Ten dollar brunch. Big breakfast. That's incredible. That's incredible. Bucks. That's amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. Albert Park we had on our list of places. So don't go to the town, go to Albert Park. Albert Park's for it's, a, it's, a a hit, it's a hidden treasure. Bit further to run. Yeah. I think it's closer to five point five K, so yeah. a bit tougher and a bit of wind resistance you have yeah. to take on. That again, the water is pristine. It is pristine um, water. Not talking about the lake, though. No. Um, the lake is a bit dirty, but the water is pristine. Yeah, there's you something can, in it. There's something in it. You can work that out yourself. And we had one more thing on the list. Yeah, what's it, on it? It's the best nightclub in the world. Oh. The best nightclub in Melbourne. Club retro. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear electric. I don't want to hear. Revolver. Revolver. I don't want to hear the Osborne. Um, uh, the Espy. The Espy. All of those. <laughs> Cloud Nine. Clearly, we go out a lot. Yeah. You know. I only want to hear one thing, and that is. Club Retro. Club Retro. Uh, I what, mean, what street is it? Russell, maybe? I know it's near Chinatown. It's near, is it near Chinatown? I'm pretty sure. Well, we walked down Chinatown to get there one day. Oh. Yeah, one night. Don't after remember. the Imperial. Oh, the night in soccer. But that place, it's two, is it two levels? Two levels. Two levels. One upstairs, you know, R&B, hip hop, real old school, you know. Uh, Keyword retro. Retro. Yeah. Downstairs. Oh, yes. We're talking 80s, oh, yes. 70s. Give me some bands. Give me 60s, some songs. Uh, oh, you know, Abba. Bon, bon Jovi living on a prayer. Yeah. You know, Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody, Abba. You know, uh, thanks. F- uh, thank you for the thank music. You for the music. <laughs> I don't think you, I don't think I play that one. No, I was going to say uh, thank you for the memories. That's Fallout Boy. <laughs> Probably do get that upstairs. Yeah. yeah. So those kind of things. You know, upstairs, Boney bo- M. Bl- bit of disco fever. There's yeah. a lot of disco seventy stuff. Bit there of is. grease, grease sound. The uh, grease uh, mega mix. Mega mix. <laughs> yeah. Grease, bre- so, grease uh, mega mix. Club retro. That's all you need to go. Um, Probably don't go if you're trying to pick up. I would suggest. Yeah. Um, Why is that? Old, uh, older crowd. Well, the demographic wasn't demographic. too bad there. Yeah, yeah, but probably not really a 
yeah, you probably if you're trying to get some, if you're looking for drugs, sex, <laughs> it's not there. It's not a club retro. But if you're looking for a dance and a good time with your mates, yeah. there you go. See, see you at the next. See you at club retro. <laughs> Time to wrap it up. Lovely episode. Good episode. Uh, Gee, we've ranted a lot about we our, have our fair city. Our own city, uh, where we're from. It. We love it. But today, you'd, I think we walk away. Bit disgraced. Bit disgraced. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go. We've done it no favours or justice. No, but uh, and then when we release this podcast, we're not even going to be in the no, city. So no. tr- try find us. I do. Yeah. We'll be uh, up, here, up in North New South Wales somewhere where the sun is shining down. Beautiful. So uh, again, we set off the top for once but let's do it again follow us Instagram Dawson D underscore we tried to change that and yeah. did not work Dawson D underscore TikTok Dawson D YouTube Dawson D everywhere Facebook Dawson Facebook D Facebook Dawson D gee that took off out yeah, of the blue it did yeah. but yeah go and subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, yes. go and watch it you'll be seeing our lovely faces not just the audio but the visual and uh, there's some challenges coming up I've, I see uh, I see on the whiteboard I see Nick knocking I wonder yeah. what that entails. Yeah. I see. Uh, I, I can't give too much more away. But it's gonna, we're, That's gonna be naughty. Yeah. yeah. So uh, see you next week. See ya. Uh, yeah. 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 Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.